Hello, hello. Welcome back finally to our last Unrelatable with Maddie Weisner episode of 2023. First things first, I feel like I have not recorded in forever. I'm finally getting to sit down. I literally missed you guys. I'm so nervous in front of the microphone. But happy Wednesday. Obviously, I'm going to reel it in. I honestly, I mean, I know we didn't have an Unrelatable Monday episode because most of us, myself included, were celebrating the Christmas season. Well, I can't assume most of us, but the holiday, we said Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you guys seriously had the best holiday. And I mean, if you celebrate anything too, I hope you had the best Monday. But I just missed chatting. I missed talking. And I know today is a Sunday Scaries episode, but because it is the last episode of 2023, obviously that is a big deal. Well, kind of. It is for me. I mean, I started recording these episodes in August and I feel like when I started, the New Year's episodes just seemed so out of reach and so far away. And it's honestly wild that we're here. The NFL season's almost over. I mean, we're going to talk about that, obviously. But I just wanted to say that because it is our last episode of 2023, and to me, that's a big deal. Maybe to you, that's a big deal. I am going to do that justice because the year, podcast year, and I mean, honestly, we're coming to the end of season one. I don't know if you guys can see that, but these episodes are labeled per season, and I do have intentions of creating a season two. So yeah, but I just want to give her the respect that she deserves and we will get there. I promise But first things first, this is your hot girl's guide to all things health wellness and most specifically the nfl on this beautiful wednesday It is week 16 of the nfl regular season. It is our 16th Sunday scaries episode where I do everything in my power to make sure you guys aren't dreading the Sports Center, ESPN, like da 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 sign, song when it comes on at 10 a.m. West Coast time, Sunday morning. And I've honestly loved this segment. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it just because I don't typically, like I'm passionate about health and wellness and I love talking about football, but I just didn't know how those two were going to mix. I didn't know what comparing the two because obviously I'm recording podcast episodes on health and wellness on Mondays and then we're talking about football on Wednesday. So I didn't know how it was going to go, but I actually love it. I, I mean, literally it's week 16. No, 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 no. It's week 17. Last week was week 16. We have week 18 after that. That is the end of the NFL regular season. Then we go into postseason. Then we have the Super Bowl. And then we have what? Six months off? (laughs) Okay. But before we get into it, before we talk about what happened in week 16, so we can talk about what happens in week 17, I did want to just say this is our New Year's Eve focused episode. So not only are we deciding how we're going to finish 2023 currently, and maybe some of us, including myself, are having an existential crisis about it that we are going to finish when we conclude this episode, but the NFL is going to need to show us how he's, she's finishing 2023 as well. And everyone will be done playing on New Year's Eve, which is Sunday. When we have the Sunday Scaries, there are no Monday episodes, which was so interesting. But I'm not going to play music because I feel like we're already here. Let's talk about week 16. No, fuck it. It's fun. Okay, okay. First things first, we got two teams that kind of were a big deal. Mm, Well, they all were a big deal. 
And I guess that's saying something because all 32 teams are currently playing. But the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions both clinched a bid into the playoffs. Additionally, the Detroit Lions also clinched the number one spot in the NFC North, which I'm kind of pissed about. Um, I thought the Packers were going to, one, win it. Two, I thought they still could. <laughs> but I guess someone said no, so that was super rude. The Lions won for the first time in 30 years. They hadn't won the division. They hadn't been number one of the four teams. So I guess when we consider that, I'm proud of them. But whatever, okay? <laughs> Again, like I say, I have been a Green Bay Packers fan through and through since April. <laughs> Rookie season, baby. Okay, the Raiders, they upset the Kansas City Chiefs last week as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the playoffs look like and what clinching the playoffs has looked like. So the Ravens and the Dolphins are in the AFC. They are the only two teams that have secured a bid into the playoffs. And neither of those teams have won their division yet, which means that of the five spots left in the AFC playoff bracket, we still aren't sure whether those are going to be division championship spots or wildcard spots. Like we don't know who's got what. But anyways, the Chiefs are in the AFC. They're still looking to clinch their division. The Raiders are in their division, so that was a huge upset. And I mean, go off, I guess, Christmas Day, too. But yeah, Chiefs are looking to win the division. They're also looking to at least get a bid into the playoffs. And they're not one of the two teams who have already done that. And I also, I'm kind of sick when I labeled this episode and when I labeled, when I drafted the episode and when I was figuring out what we were talking about, the amount of times I wrote down clinched clenched. I don't even know how to say it. I'm sick of sick of that word. But that is literally all today is about. Okay. And then the last, and we're going to talk about a little bit more of what happened in week 16 as we move on just to some backstory stuff. But the last thing I really wanted to pinpoint that occurred Christmas day, specifically in the Christmas night game, the San Francisco 49ers, they could have clenched the NFC as a whole. They're one of four teams in the NFC who have already secured a bid into the playoffs. They have also already secured the title of winning the NFC West. I'm pretty sure, whatever their division is. They played at the Baltimore Ravens Christmas night, Monday night football, ended up losing 19 to 33. And this was a huge game because it was kind of both teams were and still are leading their conferences. So it technically could be a look into what the Super Bowl might look like. But yeah, tough loss for the 49ers. Great win for the Ravens. Honestly, whoever wins their conference, whoever is ranked number one of the seven teams in the playoffs, they get a first round bye. Which doesn't exactly matter with what I'm trying to say right now, but if the Green Bay Packers make playoffs, actually when the Green Bay Packers make the playoffs, I would love to travel to San Francisco to watch them play the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, we're winning the Super Bowl, so that means we would also beat the San Francisco 49ers, but I just think that would be such a fun game and prime location. So I don't necessarily want the 49ers to get first in the conference because I would like to go there immediately also. I know I could go the next week, but 
I want to go there right now. And then since I already mentioned it for the AFC, I said 49ers, they've clinched playoffs. They've also clinched. I'm I'm done. I'm so done. They've also secured the win of their division. The Lions also secured playoffs, also secured the win of their division. And then the Eagles and the Cowboys I mentioned last week have also secured a bid to the playoffs. They are in the same division, so they're still fighting over who's going to win that. But one team's going to win, another team is going to get a wild card spot. So that means there's three spots left in the NFC for the playoffs. One of them is the top spot in the NFC South, which is still up for grabs. And then two of them are wild card bids. And then before we get into our little picture of week 17, I just wanted to circle back to being in the Christmas spirit and talking about all that. Because again, I hope you guys had literally an amazing holiday. I missed chatting with you. And having watched the football games on Christmas Day, there were three games. I think I would love an NFL Christmas And I know technically I had one with the Packers playing on Christmas Eve. And yes, we won. Merry Christmas to us. But I seriously think like waking up early, doing maybe some gifts like Santa came. Santa came in our house. Of course, of course he did. But having kind of a cozy, slow morning, but then getting ready and going to a football game and then doing whatever, like having it that night, but having the game to kind of break it up. And if you can go, if you're like at 7.15, like the night game, church in the morning, football at night, I just spending Christmas, it was just Luke and I this year, spending it in a way where we have different activities, I think is the most fun, especially like maybe our family comes next year, maybe things look a little bit different. But I just think when we're already having kind of an unconventional Christmas, a little bit non-traditional, especially not what I was used to. Again, it was my first Christmas without my family. I would have loved to go to a football game on Christmas Day. And I was also bummed Packers had an away game Christmas Eve. So it's not like that's an easy game to get to and then get back from. But whatever, I was also listening to, I talked about him literally last week, but I was listening to the What We Said podcast. They got viewer submissions on the worst gifts themselves or someone they know had ever received for Christmas. And one of them was, my boyfriend said the tongue scraper that I got him was the worst gift he'd ever received. And I just kind of laughed because I think I also said that on here too, but I really heavily considered getting every single person in my life a tongue scraper because I absolutely love them and I literally don't want to jinx it, but I have not gotten sick since I turned 21. I was sick on my 21st birthday and I've been good ever since. And that is also considering the fact that my NFL boyfriend is literally the equivalent to a toddler that I drop off at daycare and he comes home with a new sickness or disease or illness every single day. So not to toot my own horn, but I literally think it's only because of the tongue scraper. And allegedly because I have celiac disease and it's an autoimmune condition that doesn't make me immunocompromised, my immune system maybe works a little bit better in some some ways, but it's just kind of dumb. But I no, it's the tongue scraper. And so I didn't get those gifts for everyone, but thinking about it, I still might, even though apparently it's not a good gift to give. But I don't know. I was also and like thinking about that and listening to that and like worst gifts people have gotten. 
I just remember literally a core memory. We spent Christmas with my entire extended family one year. And the day we left, my parents woke us up. It was also kind of getting ready. My brother's birthday is a little bit before Christmas. So I think it was around that time too. But I remember right now I'm feeling like it was on my brother's birthday because I remember being excited that I also got to open presents. But my parents woke us up and we got to open a few things to kind of pretend and practice receiving gifts that you maybe didn't like. And it was literally a lesson in our manners <laughs> and saying thank you. And it was so fun. And I also remember my brother did not pass the test either. He like opened, this is literally such a core memory. He opens this sign for his room, just like a wooden cute sign that was about cowboys or something. And he goes, what the heck is this? I don't want this. I didn't want this. I didn't ask for this. And I think they got, I think that he got in trouble. I think he had to go in timeout or something. But like, I'm just sitting there and I'm a little bit older than him, but I'm like, dude, we're getting to open presents a day early, three days early, four days early, however early it was. And you have one job. <laughs> it's to be excited no matter what is in that box. And it's just funny. Okay. That's my Christmas rant. Last thing I will say, because I feel like it's so relevant to kind of this time period right now and the awkward transition between Christmas, between Hanukkah, between celebrating the holidays and then New Year's Eve and the New Year's this week is just definitely kind of weird. Watch The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. She recorded it. She recorded it. It came out in 2006. So it's an older movie, but it's so good. It takes place after Christmas and then maybe into Christmas, but sort of around Christmas time and then extends into the new year. And it's just about confidence. It's about embracing your circumstances. It's about living like you're dying. And I just really liked the message. It was such a cute movie. Perfect for this time. Okay. I wouldn't mention anything on here if I didn't think it was worth it, even though we're talking about football and tongue scrapers and Queen Latifah. And I actually loved her in that. So cool. That's done. Week 17 of the NFL regular season. Let's actually, let's actually do this. So Thursday night football, we have the New York Jets visiting Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Playing the Cleveland Browns. The Jets have already been mathematically ruled out of the playoffs. I feel like that's the best way to say it. Basically, their record and the amount of games they've won and the amount of games they have left is not going to be enough regardless of how the other teams do to get them a spot into the playoffs. And I think there's about eight teams in total that are kind of in this situation. But because of that, teams like this are in a position where they have absolutely nothing to lose and they're playing someone that has everything to lose. So this is where we see crazy upsets and where it kind of gets interesting. Like there's a little bit more skin in it. It gets to be a little bit more personal. People are a little bit more angry, a little bit more desperate, a little bit more dramatic. <laughs> But the Browns, they are currently 10 and 5. They are members of the AFC North. They're still competing with the Baltimore Ravens for the number one spot in this division. And right now, the Ravens are leading the AFC Conference as a whole, which means that they're also leading the AFC North. But that is one that has not been secured, that has not been clinched. Then, so because of it, the Browns are currently in the top wildcard spot also have not secured a bid into the playoffs. So that's kind of the vibe. 
Thursday night football. We see these throughout Sunday's games as well. The Tennessee Titans are playing in Houston against the Texans. The Titans have also been ruled out and could potentially knock the Texans out of their run for the playoffs. And maybe not exactly knock them out, but just there's two games left. And so anyone who wants to make the playoffs and they're kind of in a cusp position like the Texans who are currently eight and seven in the AFC and on the cusp of getting a wildcard bid, you're just kind of hoping to win the next two games and set yourself up for the most success. All right, we also have the Arizona Cardinals playing our second favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cardinals could upset the Eagles, who just regained their advantage in the NFC East. They've kind of been toying back and forth with the Cowboys. Like I said, Eagles are currently in the lead. They've already clinched playoffs, but they're still needing to have a winning record in order to gain things like the NFC East title. Having home field advantage in the playoffs, having that first round bye that we've talked about in the playoffs. And then the Cowboys, since I have already mentioned them and just to kind of backtrack a little bit, they are playing the Lions in our Saturday night football game this week. So New Year's Eve Eve. Cool. Also in a similar situation as the Eagles are the 49ers, already kind of mentioned what they've got going on. They're playing the Washington Commanders who've also been ruled out. And this is kind of sad. I'm trying to be positive. But basically, again... We just have an opportunity for an underdog story, lots of underdog stories, honestly, that basically are really big deals for fan bases and really big deals for franchises. Like Carolina Panthers have been ruled out. They're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars who are in the AFC, haven't gotten a bid yet. They're definitely really close. The New England Patriots, same vibe. They're playing the Buffalo Bills, also in the AFC, also vying for that playoff spot. And I mean, this kind of, just like these last few weeks, if you're a team that your record has not allowed you to be a contender for the playoffs, for the Super Bowl, right? Like each conference has 16 teams in it. Only seven of them make the playoffs. So it's not like you don't, you don't suck. Like that's just how it works. It's just kind of an opportunity for you to enter your menace era and just (laughs) like no fucks given. If you've got to keep playing, you might as well win. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Similar situation. The LA Rams are playing the New York Giants. In New York, the Giants have also been ruled out of the playoffs. Rams are on the cusp of receiving an NFC wildcard bid. And basically in the NFC, the way things look, if you have an eight and seven record like the Rams do, you're in. And like this is how things look right now. Again, we've got two games left. But then if you have a seven and eight record, which is just one less win, which means you have one more loss, like the four NFC teams that are currently here, you're hoping to win. And then you're hoping that things work out with the teams that are above you so that you move up in the division. And so the Rams, they're really trying to hold on to that eight and seven record, hold on so that it becomes nine and seven so that the teams that are one win behind them don't catch up. But then also if you're kind of in like the ranking below, which I know a special team that is, you're hoping for, I don't know. I don't want to talk about like what happens with wins and losses. I don't want to do that. I want to talk about Tommy DeVito. I want to talk about the Giants. (laughs) Since we're here already, he's becoming... An MVP, I think I want to do kind of towards the end of the season. I want to like give out awards, like do a little unrelatable award show and most important players, most valuable players, most notable, most influential, 
just from everything we've talked about on here this season. And so Tommy DeVito is in the running for MVP, just for the vibes. But apparently they benched him about halftime in their game against the Eagles on Christmas Day, which, rude. I don't know. I'm just trying to be positive. They haven't announced who is starting at the quarterback position for the New York Giants when they play the Rams in week 17. So that's just the more you know. But he also has been making headlines. And I feel like I saw this all over social media. He fired his agent or they were saying he fired his agent, which doesn't. I feel like that doesn't really happen in the NFL a lot because your agent is someone who sees promise in you before you get drafted and they kind of help you out with the pre-draft process. They help you negotiate with your teams. They just do a really good job setting you up for success with a new career in the NFL. And so usually there's a lot of loyalty there, but everyone was saying he fired his agent. Allegedly, he just signed with a marketing agency to handle the marketing side of things which isn't a bad thing necessarily because that's not what your agent's job is when you're in the NFL. Typically, they'll have a team member or someone on who helps with the marketing things, but your NFL agent is worried about the NFL. They're not worried about appearances. They're not worried about like deals with marketing and like autographs and stuff like that. But apparently, Tommy DeVito was going to do an appearance at a local pizza shop and they were going to pay him X amount of money, but then they said that his agent doubled how much he needed to be paid, and then it ended up not happening, but now he's going to do it for free, and it was just kind of, kind of drama, honestly. Just a little pizza miscommunication, but he did not fire his agent. He just hired another person to help him out, which isn't a bad thing, and this is also all happening Sunday at noon also Sunday at noon, and I feel like there's some sort of New Year's Eve broadcast competition, which probably that's what's going on. And I'm still shocked that there isn't going to be a Monday night football, like first game of the new year thing happening. But maybe that's why there's just the one Sunday, Saturday game. But anyways, also Sunday at noon, the Saints are playing in Tampa Bay against the Buccaneers. This could potentially be huge for the NFC South, which I've mentioned is that one division that has yet to be kind of decided. Again, the NFC East is between the Cowboys and the Eagles, but those two teams have both already kind of made their bread, made their bed and laid in it or whatever. They've both secured bids to the playoffs. But the NFC South, that is up for grabs. Again, currently being led by the Buccaneers. Saints are still in the running. So there's just a lot under the surface there. All right, later Sunday, the Bengals are playing in Kansas City against the Kansas City Chiefs. This has major AFC shifting potential. The Bengals are currently still in a position where they're fighting to make the playoffs. The Chiefs, again, really trying to gain a guaranteed spot and also they've won their division like nine times the last the literally the last nine years or something like that they have like this insane record for how many times they've won the division and so I feel like for them having not won yet is probably not doing great so they're trying to win coming off of kind of a rough loss and a rough I think they lost last week too the week before they're currently nine and six and so they probably need a win to feel better about themselves. The Bengals also need a win if they're going to be considered for making the playoffs. And yeah, a lot goes into that, but two wins is always going to be better than one or zero as the regular season comes to an end. And then lastly, what we've 
all been waiting for, our New Year's Eve Sunday night football game, 7-15 Green Bay time. The Green Bay Packers are playing in Minneapolis against the Minnesota Vikings. And this is crazy because it's essentially a wild card knockout game. Same rules apply in that two wins is better than one or zero. But both teams are currently seven and eight in the NFC. The Packers and the Vikings are also both in the NFC North. But like I've mentioned, that has already been clinched by the Detroit Lions. So we're not worried about the conference. We're not worried about that anymore. We are focused on what's going on with the wildcard bid. And yeah, there's definitely a lot more there. This is a division rivalry game. The Vikings and the Packers go way back. But I think I'm just going to let them play. I'm going to let them play out. And we're going to talk about it next week after it's already happened and in the new year. Because that's it. That is the last game of 2023. And like I said, there's no Monday Night Football game. So week 18 that's when we're going to start the 2024 season. So yeah, but that's what to expect. That's what to look out for. That's what's going to help you get through the Sunday scaries in week 17. I know I said this, but I literally cannot believe the regular season is almost over. I'm honestly shocked that the year is almost over and it's insane that this is our last episode of 2023. Like again, I remember last last year when the year started, I was definitely on my podcast listening, grind, all the self-help things, all the mental health things, all the bettering yourself things, all the wellness things, whatever. But I remember like these are my favorite episodes. This is my favorite kind of content is wrapping up the year and then starting the new year fresh with your goals, with whatever, all that stuff. But when I started recording these episodes in August, this time felt so foreign and just so far away and I just am shocked that we're here. And I said I was going to do my best to give all of that justice. So I really just wanted to intentionally remind you guys, and I know in the last few weeks we've talked a lot about this, but the new year can definitely be something that brings up a lot of different emotions for a lot of different people. And it's definitely not a bad thing to set New Year's resolutions, to look at it as a fresh start. Again, if you have something that you want to get done and you're going to start on January 1st, just start it now. Honestly, there's so much power in that. And if you're going to put a number on anything, which I definitely will argue against every single day, have it be one and have it be drink one gallon of water every single day because that is literally the only thing I'm even considering. And that is also not always super sustainable. It definitely can be done. I've done it before. It's just hard if you don't like how your water tastes. (laughs) But... To get back on track, there's nothing wrong with talking about goals. There's nothing wrong with setting intention for the new year. Like I love, I've already made my 2024 mood board. I'm working on a list of all I want to accomplish in the year. And yeah, that can all be great, but it's just really important to make sure that anything is coming from a very, very, very healthy space. I am someone, when I think of goals and when I think of what I want to accomplish, I kind of will start to get down on myself as I haven't accomplished this yet and kind of disappointed that I'm maybe not exactly where I want to be in this moment. 
And first things first, that is not present-minded thinking at all. I've also talked about this. Like you need to be so grounded in where you are and so present that when you think about the future, you can let that be in the future and you can trust that what you're doing now is going to get you there because when you're present and when you're aware of what's around you and when you're focused on what's around you and like what's going on in the now, that's when this beacon of light inside of you shines so bright and just attracts all the right things into your life. Okay, and we love that, but it's just important when you're thinking of goals to give yourself so much credit for what you've already accomplished. And more specifically, when we talk about the new year, what you've accomplished in 2023. Like, I don't know, if you told me I'd be starting 2024 and finishing 2023 in Green Bay, Wisconsin with the podcast I'd always wanted to start, the community I've actually been successful in building, a college degree, genuine people in my life who actually want the best for me, a sexy NFL boyfriend, like, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> I mean, some of some of those things. Like, I'd actually be mad if I didn't have a sexy animal boyfriend because, I mean, I've put in, what, four years? <laughs> I'm kidding. But I, I just get wrapped up in, like, what I want and I don't focus on what I have. But it's just, I mean, even if I'd accomplished absolutely nothing, which is honestly impossible because no matter where you are in life, you are so much different than you were when you started the year. In way more cases than not, you're in a much better place and life is about figuring out in what ways that is applicable. Because yes, we can always grow, we can always improve, but we are always improving in different areas of our life. And yeah, I can look at this year, I can look at having started the podcast and I can say, you know what, I really want to monetize it. I really want to sign with a production company. I really want to rebrand, which is actually happening. And I'm really excited to show you guys what comes out of that. But I can look at my circumstances and I can kind of be frustrated with what has occurred and maybe how I handled things and how I would have rather liked. Like maybe I'm saying I wish I would be starting from point B instead of point A heading into the new year, whatever. But again, even if I'd accomplished nothing, The fact that I've gone through so much change, I've met so many new people, I've just put up with so much stuff, and at the end of the year, at the end of my six months graduating from college, figuring life out, Luke getting drafted, and then six months in Green Bay, the fact that I still fucking like myself at the end of all that is so huge. And so all I'm trying to say is it's just really important to be so proud of where you are regardless of where that is and really intentionally take the time to appreciate where you are right now and how that is going to lead you to exactly where you want to be in 2024. And I can't wait to talk to you then because we will be live and in person, not really, on the first day of the new year. It's a Monday, which is kind of fitting, right? Like first day of the year, first day of the week. Happy January 1st. Happy first Unrelatable Monday of the year. Happy first Unrelatable Monday in two weeks because I really literally missed it so much. And that's really going to be a fun one. I, again, loved podcasts when the new year started and I'm finishing it with my own and I'm starting it with my own. So I just like that vibe. So tune in, of course, as always, we will have that up on our Unrelatable Health and Wellness Monday, and then we're obviously going to have our last regular season Sunday Scaries episode on Wednesday. And I'm going to say follow us on social media. I don't really care where right now because I don't even know where I want you to follow us. 
at the moment, I said we're doing a rebrand. That's also probably going to come with my version of a harder launch of the podcast. And there's just a lot of exciting stuff coming. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. I'm so excited for the new year. I can't wait to see what it brings us. And I'm just proud of where we are now. And you should be too. (laughs) And I'll talk to you in 2024. (laughs) That's disgusting. I literally called my parents on Christmas and they're like, see you next year. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hate that. It literally reminds me of my bus driver in elementary school because he was the first one that told that to me. And I thought he was like groundbreaking, funny, give that man a stand up comedy show. (laughs) Okay, we're done. I love you guys so much. Have the best rest of your year, the best rest of your week. Enjoy the Sunday, enjoy the football, enjoy the Sunday series because we're making them a thing of the past. Okay, I'm actually done now. (laughs) 